by all accounts right now, the dollars should be in good shape with high momentum. Is it high momentum? Fast momentum? Big momentum. Big, big momentum. Big mo. Because big some big mo. Because we are moving soon, like soon. So that should be all gears going. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. The dollars are not thriving right now. Okay. Physically, we are not thriving. So Ellie still has a cold. Jeff has the cold plus. Something related to the cold is hurting his back. Plus, our um, babysitter had to call out sick this week. And my parents walked in the door yesterday morning to take care of Ellie. Thank God for them. My mom broke her foot. We are a now, team. Well, she, didn't, she didn't break her foot walking into the house. She Because that's what it sounded like. She broke her foot like five days ago while they were on vacation. She got the x-ray before coming to our house and found out that it was broken. And showed up in like a big old boot. <laughs> so the dollars slash rigs, like we're just not, none of us are a team. And I will say I've been kind of holding down the a team, like physically, it's been like me and my dad holding it down and I can start to feel no. the cold coming on. So I'm like doing everything I can, right? I'm like taking shots of ginger and doing the elderberry and like all of this stuff. And I had been doing so well. And yesterday I took Ellie to the store and the kids sneezed in my mouth. And yeah. I'm like, dang it. Am I doomed? That's what I think started it for me. You know what? And that's just, uh, what do you call it? Like pie in the sky thinking. That, What's pie in the sky? Like, mean? I don't know. I can't think of the other phrase. That's like, a, like that's just like thinking ideally that she sneezed in my mouth and that's what's, but as I understand it, when you have a child of Ellie's age who begins circulating in the public as Ellie is starting to do, once they get sick, it's just, it just, was, it just makes the, it makes the rounds. It's, a, it's almost like somebody once explained it to me. Like when you're a kid and you go to school, that's, that's really where your immunity starts to build up when mm -hmm. you get exposed to germs and colds and flus and this and that and whatever. Uh, then you live your entire life and your body kind of forgets the torture that is green snot one-year-old sickness. Well, and I would like to add on to that. What I have realized is that not only is she like going out for the first time, so immunity, okay, in that respect, yeah. but also she's mobile and we can't control her every movement for the first time, which means right. she's touching God knows what yeah. and then putting it in her mouth, yeah. on her nose. Yeah. Like, you know, one of my friends told me years ago that like her kids, like she'll turn around and her kid will like have his hand like in his butt. And she's like, what are you like? There are just mass amounts of germs. So I feel like this is the beginning. I'm still holding out that maybe I won't get sick, but the the sneeze in my mouth yesterday kind of like, you know. If it's going to happen, it'll happen now. Right. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, May 12th. My name is Jeff Dollar. And today I am grateful for, I forgot. I had a really good grateful for, like two minutes ago. And I forgot what it was. 
um, pick something in your eyesight that you're grateful for. That's what I always do if I forget or have a hard time in the morning. I am grateful that about two years ago, three years ago, when around the time that we moved into this house, I went and bought a bunch of plastic um, art and crafts, like bins that have dividers in them. Mm-hmm. And I finally organized like the random chargers and cables and cords and all of that stuff. And I, it brings me joy Every time you say, hey, do you have a charger that fits this? And I get to go into the closet and open the organized thing and pull out the exact charger you need. I should start saying, hey, Jeff, could I please have a charger for fill in the blank? Because I don't think I've ever asked for anything that you don't have somewhere. It makes me so mad when a cable is needed that I don't have because I am convinced that I have purchased it at some point in my life. And then decided, oh, I'll never use this again. And st- and, and it went off to Goodwill. Or- I'm looking at this plastic bin right now. Uh-huh. And the USB power blocks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's an impressive number. Like, you're going to have to put that on your Instagram. Because that is something special. I feel like I should put those in like a fishbowl. And people can guess. You know, you ever see that? When oh, yeah. How many chargers does Jeff Dollar have in his fishbowl? There's a Chinese food restaurant. Or ch- yeah, Chinese food. Chinese restaurant. What do you say? Is it Chinese restaurant? A Chinese restaurant. There's uh-huh. a Chinese restaurant near us that every time you go in, they have a little thing and you can write your name and phone number down. And I think it's for a I love that. $25 gift card, but they always have different holiday themed Stuff you know, in the jar. So, like, they'll have, like, mini Snickers around Halloween or jelly beans around Easter or whatever. I'm going to do that with <laughs> iPhone chargers, and you'll win a $25 gift certificate to the Chinese food restaurant near our house <laughs> if you win. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for – oh, my gosh. What did I say I was grateful for? We always – not practice before the show, but we, like, say it once out loud so we don't forget so it. So we don't do what we're doing right now? Yeah. What did I say? Oh, did you say, nope, you didn't say that. I have something that I could give you. No, I'm like bummed because I was like, oh my gosh, that's such good. Oh, I know what it is. You can't even blame it on cold medicine. I can't. I'm grateful for Solitaire Grand Harvest and it was an advertiser of ours. Mm, I don't know. Probably like what? almost two years ago now. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we downloaded it to play so we could actually talk about it. I was on a tear for a while. Right. When they were an advertiser stopped myself because Jeff and I would seriously play for hours. Like we'd be sitting in bed next to each other playing solitaire grand harvest and going, like, oh, I'm on level 376. Yeah. What level are you on? So we pulled a plug on that and we're like, okay, we got to We got to stop. When we were on our road trip the other week, I was not getting great service. And I was like, you know what game I have on here? Solitaire Grand Harvest. And I was pleasantly surprised to figure out that it did not start me over. So I'm on level 999 and level 1000 is like physically big on the game board. So I'm feeling like I'm going to get a lot of points for that. And I'm really excited. Um, and I keep harvesting my crops. <laughs> but then but it's so fun. It, but are you going to keep going after level 1000 or are you just. Gonna, uh, yeah. Oh, OK, got it. It's so fun. And. Okay, this is really dumb, but I also um, catch myself harvesting my crops during the day because you can do it once an hour and that fills up your points tank. So I harvest my crops like once an hour during the day. Bragger. You don't miss in? No. 
you would miss it if you played it once. I know. Back that's, into it. that's why it's, yeah. I've taken it off my phone. All those games like that. You know what's weird about all of these random games? And I don't know if you've noticed this. They have the most random celebrity endorsements. Like I saw a Dr. Phil commercial and he was advertising Solitaire Grand Harvest on his Facebook page. And he was the one like, you know, giving the like reading the advertisement. Yeah. I also saw some random like B-list celebrity and I cannot remember who it is for the life of me. Promoting a new version of Solitaire like on TV. They must have a fortune. But here's this is the gap in the logic. This, this, this really chaps my butt <laughs> because <laughs> this came up on a call that you and I were on and what did a few days ago uh, that it's going to sound, it's not going to sound connected at the beginning, but it is connected. There's, there's a podcaster who has a consistent top 20 podcast or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we're talking to this business associate of ours. And he reports that this guy who makes like an astronomical amount of money, mm -hmm. let's, let's just call it a million dollars a month from his podcast. Yeah. It's dumb money. It's dumb money. He makes an insane amount of money from his podcast, a million dollars a month from his podcast. He is spending like 800 and something thousand dollars to advertise his podcast every month. So his net profit or gross profit, whatever, his profit is, I'm going to use this finger quotes, is only $150,000, right? Mm -hmm. I get it. Like I would do, if I had $850,000 and we could use that to promote the upside and end up making a million dollars off of that. Obviously it's a no brainer, but it's also like that when your profit margin is that little, you don't get to say that you're that successful. I don't know. I, that it's, it, that went down a long and winding road that doesn't make any sense now. But my point was if, if a company is, is hiring celebrity endorsers, mm -hmm. you know, they might be getting a gazillion downloads, but they're they're paying to get those gazillion downloads for a gazillion minus, like their profits are not that big. And I, I don't would, know, I don't know why I, I don't know why I connected those two, but I did. Sorry. Well, profit margins. Look at us. We are so grown up lately. Um. Well, I think for them, the sell is if you get people hooked. Like I will find myself running out of points, and they're like, "Do you want to buy more points?" And you can easily. If you're addicted to the game, spend a ton of money. Oh, I know that like they'll be profitable. Like I get it. I guess but like writing a check to like Carrie Underwood or whoever it was is eating up a lot of those profits. Mm -hmm. So I was, I think, yeah, the whole reason I was, yeah, I, it's just the way my brain is working right now. Oh, okay. but like when you see people advertising on like social media or whatever, like you can start a such and such company. We make $3 million a month, right? Mm -hmm. You can make that much too. Those companies that make $3 million a month are spending 2,800,000 on advertising. Right. So technically they're only making 200 grand a month. I'll take that. Give me that money. Mm -hmm. Give me 200 grand a month. But it just, it's not right to say that they're making 
three million a month because they're their profit. You right? know what I would like to know from commercials like that? And that's such a niche. What's your paycheck? What comes into your bank account? That's what I want to know. You know what? We're we're talking about two complete. I'm on a completely. Yeah. You know, Are you on a cold medicine train plane maybe. of train of thought? Maybe I don't know. Your train is somewhere else. Yeah. I am sad this week because Ellie has decided that I she doesn't want me around this week. I and know. It's so sad. I, I don't want to like validate my mom because my mom and my sister are always like, oh, my gosh, she loves her dad. I really, in general, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think she's a mama's girl or a daddy's girl. I don't think she's either one. No, she's she, normally she is an equal opportunity lover. She is an equal opportunity lover. What I have discovered about her this week is I believe that she is like the dogs and whoever is feeding her and around her for longer wins the title of favorite parent. So she's been sick this week and Jeff has been around her more and I've been back at work more. So I have been demoted to not the favorite parent. And when I walk up to her, she will push me away and I'm not going to lie to you. And I know she doesn't know what she's doing, but it totally hurt my feelings. It's the, I, I think you're close. Your theory is close, but I have a different angle on it. Okay. I don't think it's that I am giving her food. You're man with snacks. I don't, yeah, I'm not the snack king. You, when she first got sick, were the nose rubber, you know, like, Mm -hmm. tissue on the nose and temperature and all that, like just the blah cruddy stuff Mm -hmm. and putting her down early for naps, putting her down early for bed, just those things. And now that she's starting to get well, I think she's associating the negative kind of like Lily panicking when we pull into the vet, even if Sadie is the one going in to get a checkup. She's still like, wait a minute, I don't like it here. I can't remember if I told you this or not, but I came home from work. My parents were at our house watching Ellie. This is yesterday. And when I walked in, she literally clung to my dad. Yeah. And my dad stayed for like an extra five minutes because Ellie was like, no, Poppy. Like, I'm like, come on. I have been at work providing for you all day and I just want a little hug and I got no hug. When, but the the reason I like my theory more than yours is because when I am already in the midst of doing something that she doesn't love, like when I put her down last night and you came in to say goodnight, she had no problem giving you a hug and a kiss. That is true. And because I was the bad, I was already the bad guy. Cause I was like doing the bubble thing up the nose. I mean, I was, I had her, I was wrestling with her. I had her pinned to the thing. I think at one point I had my knees on her shoulders. <laughs> I'm like, hold still. You're snotty. I did appreciate that you offered last night to put Ellie to bed so I wouldn't have to be the bad guy. Yeah. Jeff was like, why don't I be the bad guy? So she doesn't associate with you with the woman that always like, like wipes her snot and puts her to bed and makes her go to bed. Especially and- when she's going to bed a few minutes earlier. Right. Just because she's so, you, you could just tell that she's just tired from fighting a cold. So yeah. uh, I got very sad Earlier this week, when I saw the news that Prince Charles delivered some address to is it the British Parliament or the British? Couldn't tell you, but I know what you're talking the about. The British somebody, right? Prince Charles gave an address that Queen Elizabeth typically gives. She has only missed it twice in her entire 
queendom, like running the country, queening the country, whatever. In her entire reign. In her entire reign. She's only missed it twice. And it's because uh, she was very pregnant both times. Other than that, she has given this address 100% of the time. And she's 96, 97 years old. She is going to no longer, it's so sad, but she's, she's, and I'm not British. I have no connection. I don't even really get the monarchy. Like, I don't really understand it. But for my entire life, there has been a Queen Elizabeth. Here's the weird thing. And I'm very sad to think that there might not be, and there's going to be a King Charles. I am not ready for the King Charles situation yet, personally. And I feel as though, well, I I don't feel this is a fact She's all of our queens in our lifetime. So yes. our parents have not known another queen. Right. Right. Um, she became she was, queen. All I know. She was like a teenager. Yeah. All I know about the the Queen Elizabeth is from what I learned from the crown, mm-hmm. which is when she was like 20, she became queen. She's now 96, I think. Yeah. She's so. like the longest running monarch. And I think we're all at some point, if you're into the like the monarchy stuff, I don't know. She's everybody's queen. So I think it's like a very sad thing to not see her. And I feel like we were all, I mean, just talking between friends and like you and I were like, whoa, that feels weird. That feels weird. It feels like she should be around forever. What are we doing? Cannot handle. There's something about. Because we may not have that again, by the way, in our lifetime. Or the same, I mean, we'll, we'll never we, see that again and have defi- the same reigning monarch for that long. No, because uh, Prince Charles is in his 70s, I think. Mm-hmm. So even if he lives, let's say she lives another three years, four years to 100, right? Mm-hmm. If Prince Charles lives to be the same age as she is, he will only be king for about 25 years. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to, what's his William. name? William. William. Mm-hmm. Um, but- the uh, and William is older now than his grandmother was. Right. So he won't be king longer than. Yeah. So we'll never see that again in our lifetime. And for I feel the same way about Queen Elizabeth as I do about Pope John Paul II. Like I because he was just around. He was just the Pope when I was going to church school and you know making my sacraments and stuff when you know when I was a Catholic Catholic practicing. Catholic, which mm-hmm. was like up until age 12 or whatever. But in years after that, it was always just Pope John Paul II. Like that was just the Pope. And even today, when they talk about when, you know, the current Pope or, or you know, Pope Benedict or going backward, any of the other popes, it's just, that's just not the Pope. The King, I'm going to, or the, yeah, the new the King Charles, I'm going to have a hard time wrapping my mind around that. I know it's weird, right? The other crazy thing, did you see this in the news this week? The guy that landed the plane when his pilot was incapacitated. Yeah, what ha- the I actually pulled the um, flight control, uh, air traffic control audio. Okay, don't play it yet. Um, because I want to preface it because that's going to make the audio way more remarkable than it actually is. I only pulled like a few seconds because it's air traffic control and it's really hard to hear. Yeah. But if I'm understanding correctly, the pilot just passed out, right? I don't know what happened to the pilot. He couldn't fly the plane. Yeah. So the guy, the passenger, and this is like a small, I assume a private plane, is like, hey, uh, my pilot 
not able to land this plane. I don't know what happened. Uh, How do I land the plane? And they literally tell him how to land the plane. There are two kinds of people. There are people like me and there are people like the guy that had to perfectly land that plane that did it, by the way, zero flying experience. I am not that person. I've got a serious situation here. My pilot has gone into here. I have no idea how to fly the airplane, but I'm in a 9100. Roger, what's your position? I have no idea. I can see the coast of Florida in front of me, and I have no idea. Can you uh, say again what the uh, situation is? Pilot is incoherent. I came in a little broken. Uh, what, what was the situation with the pilot? He is incoherent. He is out. Try to hold the wings level and see if you can start uh, descending for me. Uh, push forward on the uh, controls and uh, descend at a very slow rate. The, so the, the the first thing he says is like my my pilot is incoherent and I need to figure out how to land this plane. And the in the air traffic control, you heard him say, "Well, where are you?" And the guy's like, "I don't know. I literally have no, no idea. No idea." He's like, "I can see the coast in front of me, but yeah, that's pretty much." It. <laughs> and then air traffic control's like, "Can you say again?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, my pilot is incoherent." He's like, "One more time, I don't think I heard you right." He's like, "My pilot's out. My pilot is out." It's not an option to talk to the pilot. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Ellie and I were playing peekaboo the other day and she got really hurt. Luckily, she recovered because if not... That peekaboo injury would have landed us in the ICU. Our friends at Snow Days Pizza Bites have an amazing new flavor out, but here's the thing. You can only buy the new flavor when you have the link to the secret landing page. And when they sell out, they sell out. So this is a super limited offer. The new flavor is taco. They shipped a few bags to our house a couple weeks ago. So I've tried it and zero surprise here. They are amazing. The premium ingredients for the taco bites include small farm spiced pork, grass-fed cheese, organic pinto beans, and house-made taco sauce. They're grain-free, gluten-free, and fully organic. Snow Days makes incredibly delicious pizza bites like the one we had when we were kids, but without all the junk. We eat them all the time in our house. The limited flavor comes in a three-pack or a six-pack of their 12-ounce bags. Go to snowdays.com slash upside and use the promo code upside for 10% off of the taco pizza bites plus free shipping. Again, that's snowdays.com slash upside and use the promo code upside for 10% off your order of taco pizza bites plus free shipping. Nobody likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. Now, of course, you ought to pay your bills with that. But with a holiday weekend coming up, you could also use it to fund a trip to the beach. Two more days to save, two more days to pay those pesky bills, two more days to make your plans for a holiday weekend. Feel good about your money situation with Chime. It's more than just getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. What are you waiting for? Hopefully 
not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime.com slash upside. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Ellie is so curious about everything around her right now. It's so cute. And spring is a great time to explore. Nurture that natural creativity with projects designed to teach them about everything from rainbows to rocket ships and everything in between. KiwiCo delivers monthly science and art projects that spark a love for lifelong learning. And they come for kids of all ages. We got the Panda Crate for Ellie when she was super, super little, just a couple months old. And the thing I appreciate the most is the box comes with explanations from experts on why the box is important for her development, which is new to me as we navigate parenthood. KiwiCo's crates are specifically tailored to her development, and I love watching her explore them. As a parent, it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged, and KiwiCo does the legwork for you. So you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Your child can get super cool, hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. They'll be so excited to see these arrive in the mail. Step into spring and celebrate the season of discovery with a KiwiCo subscription. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code UPSIDE. Three random things today brought to you by Snow Days Pizza Bites. We love our friends at Snow Days, especially when they marry taco with pizza and create taco-flavored pizza bites Ellie's favorite, our favorite, healthy pizza bites delivered right to your door. Go to snowdays.com. Save money by going to snowdays.com slash upside. You'll also get free shipping. Promo code is upside. My first random thing is there is enough volcanic magma underneath Yellowstone to fill the Grand Canyon. It's a lot of magma. I did not know that about Yellowstone. Like, I didn't know there was magma under there. I wonder... If oh, I was going to try to make a joke, who is the family that lived at Yellowstone? The Flintstones? Yogi Bear? Yogi Bear. Or if Yogi Bear knows how much magma's under. This is a dumb magma. question. Magma. Is magma. magma like the boil, like the hot lava? I believe magma is lava before it's exposed. So it's not to like air. solidified. It's like actual, uh, like can erupt. I think. Yeah, magma and lava are the same thing. Magma is just underground. Underground lava is, yeah. Okay, so you got like, a little geography lesson. To, is like, geography geology lesson? Yeah, we are. We are winning everything tonight. Woo. Think of it this way: it's magma until you pop the pimple. Then that it's doesn't lava. even make sense. Yeah, it's under the surface magma. Pop. All of a sudden. I would not remember that if it were on a test. By the way, you said it. Little splatter of lava right on the mirror. It's <laughs> disgusting. My second random thing is a conservative estimate by the FBI states that there are between 25 and 50 active serial killers in the United States at any given time. That's fun. That's that's about one per state. So neat. That means that there is a high likelihood that you and I have had an encounter with a serial killer no, and we just don't know it. No, Maybe they how? were in front of us at the bank. 
Maybe there's only 50 in the entire United States. We have not had an encounter with a serial Somebody killer. Somebody listening to this has had an encounter. That's probably true. With a serial killer and has no idea that that person has killed multiple people. That's fun. I mean, how crazy is that? And my third thing, this is for you. About 2,500 left-handed people die every year using equipment. Why, is, why is this the most tragic three random right. things ever? Do you want me to sub that one for something else? No, tell me how I'm going to die. It's either going to be a serial, I'm either going to be in a volcanic eruption, a serial killer, or what? Or um, you're going to be a lefty who tries to use equipment that's made for right-handed people. Um, and about 2,500 left-handed people die every year from using equipment that is made for right-handed people. What equipment is that dangerous that if you use it, use the well, right? I would assume like a saw or like anything super, if you're operating super heavy machinery or something. Right. Um, and there might be a guard, like when you said a saw, like I thought one of those big like table saw things mm -hmm. and maybe the guard is on the side where the right. right-handed person would use it. That's a good one. I was just thinking of like the green handled scissors that you used. <laughs> I don't think that's killing anybody. Maybe it is if they get in, if it gets into a serial killer's hand, but you know, <laughs> and those are my three random things. Uh, we want to say hello and thank you to every nurse that listens to the upside with Callie and Jeff, because today is national nurses day. Nurses are awesome. Nurses and teachers make the world go round. I will say yes. Nurses and assistants absolutely make the world go I said, around. I said teachers. What did I say? Assistants. Oh. <laughs> Way to throw yourself into that heroic category. Wow. Wow. We, um, are we sure it's not Friday? It's not Friday. Um, but yeah, thank you to nurses for what you do, especially the past two years. Like you could, you guys do amazing things all the time, but the past two years, man, you guys have kept us all afloat Thank you for what you do every single day. And thank you for always being in a good mood. I mean, I know that there's days where you're not in a good mood or whatever, but the Starbucks that I go to most frequently um, is near a bunch of hospitals. And without fail, when I go in, in the morning, there's always multiple nurses in there and they're always in the greatest mood. They're just, I mean, they're just happy. They're just like, they're talking to each other. They're like, thank you. They're the most cheerful people in there. Yeah. That's just. Impressive. And they have really hard jobs. Yeah. So, uh, and I maintain what I have said for years. Nobody agrees with me. Nobody. But I think scrubs make you hotter. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. First, I would like to clarify what I said just a couple minutes ago about scrubs make you hotter. Like, I'm not just talking about nurses. I'm talking about like. Callie, if you wore scrubs, I would think that you're, it, I think it would take you from a 10 to a 12. Look at you saying I'm starting at a 10. Of course. Major husband points for that. But anybody else, like if you're a seven or an eight and I see you wearing scrubs, you're a 10. It's like an accent to me. I don't know. What I was, just, there was something else a couple years ago that you were like, oh my gosh, that's so hot. That ups your number. Was it if women that drive Jeep Wranglers you thought were hot? Yeah. And overalls. I've always, yeah, overalls. Chef loves overalls. Do you think, I'm tempted because we've got, well, as of today, we've got, oh my gosh, Kelly's going to blow your mind, two weeks left in this house. I'm so not ready. I mean, I'm ready 
I'm not physically ready for this. Okay. We got two weeks left in this house. Yeah. Then we go to the beach. We're at the beach for the last week of May mm -hmm. for Memorial Day week and whatever. And then we come back and we're in our, we're coming back to our new house, right? Mm -hmm. So we'll have like 48 hours to move. But so we had two weeks left. I still don't know Uncle Smokey's name. There's a guy, if you're new to the show, he lives in the apartment building right across the street from our townhome. When we let our townhome has like a little yard in front of it. So in, early in the morning and, and later at night, we'll usually let the dogs out there. And he's often outside smoking a cigarette. I mean, his, the guy has seen us he's through seen our windows Ellie. watching dinner. He has seen me pregnant. He has see, watched Ellie grow up. We call him Uncle Smokey because he smokes like a chimney. Nice guy, always waves to us. I mean, I, I assume he's a nice guy. He could be a serial killer. We don't know. <laughs> he could We've be the, never talked to him. He could be the what, the one serial killer in Georgia. But you think, are you going to like shout to him and like say, hey, or I've, are you going to go to that apartment complex and try to find the apartment and then knock on the door like a No, crazy? that's crazy. Okay. Um, especially if he's a serial killer. But I do feel like I need to shout across the street and go, hey, we're moving. And then say, my name is Jeff, this is Ellie. And then he'll like yell back and go, my name is Eric or whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know. Should the, we go have a beer with him? The like, nutty. We, I feel like he needs to take a picture with Ellie. I know, right? The nutty thing is, he's just far enough away that if we were gonna, pa if we passed him in the grocery store, wouldn't we recognize wouldn't him. recognize him. So we've only seen him from so far away that we know nothing. We just know his like outline pretty much yeah. and like his hand wave. But like, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be able to pick him out of a lineup. No, I not with enough confidence to say. Hey, do you live? Uh, hey, that's yeah. Uncle Smokey. Um, and do we tell him that we call him Uncle Smokey? I would tell him because that's not insulting. No, I think it's fine. The only reason we know him is because he smokes cigarettes out on his balcony. Yeah. Um, have you noticed that he is out now? See, here's the serial killer theory. You notice that he's always wearing black. Yes. I mean, but uh, me too. That's a good point. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Amy. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Um, I'm just listening to the crust debate. Um, listen, uh, all you listeners, do not cut the crust off. Oh my gosh, I have a 13 year old who still will not eat crust. If she makes her own lunch and cuts her crust off, she will eat her sandwich. If I happen to make her lunch because she's running late and I don't crust, cut the crust off, she comes home with the sandwich still intact because she will not eat it. She won't rip it off because then peanut butter gets on her fingers. Um, so yeah, don't even start it with crust being cut off because then they will never eat it. And it is, oh my gosh, it's a, the crust is the bane of my existence sometimes. Um, I love listening to you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Strawberry and lemon lime, my two favorite liquid IV flavors. I just kind of have them sitting in a basket in the pantry and I just alternate. I reach in, it's like a grab bag of deliciousness. Why do I love liquid IV? Because I don't like being dehydrated. And that doesn't mean I'm shriveled up like a raisin on the floor waiting for somebody to jab an IV into me. No, dehydration can appear as fogginess or being uh, dis distracted, unable to focus. It could appear as a headache. 
it could appear as feeling really, really hungry. And Liquid IV helps you combat that. Liquid IV it, uh, uses something called CCT. That's a fancy way of just saying they get the hydration to your cells faster, along with B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. They have donated over 20 million servings locally because of customers like you supporting Liquid IV. Buy it in bulk at Costco or get 25% off right now when you go to liquidiv.com and use code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com, liquidiv.com, code UPSIDE. This is Taylor. Um, I just listened to the bonus episode about the College 529 plan. Um, it has also been on our to-do list for our son. He turned three last month, um, and we did not start anything up for him. So I've told my husband, today is the day. When I get to work. I'm going to sit down. It's my first 15 minutes of work getting that college plan set up for him. And um, I just love the flexibility of it. And that it can be used for more than just tuition. So and the tax deductions, but that's really awesome, too. All right, love you guys. Bye. Hey, Jack. Um, I am the one who quit my job, and you played my voicemail this morning on today's show and yesterday's show. So thank you for all supporting me. Um, but I also forgot to tell you that your show closed last month in April really also helped me that, you know, this too shall pass when I was feeling really overwhelmed. I, I literally would listen every morning before I went into work and would make sure I listened to the show close because it just reminded me, okay, this is kind of awkward right now and scary that this too shall pass. And your show closed this month. It's making me feel so good because I'm like, I put on my new shoes. So thank you for your amazing show closes. Love you. Bye. Hi, guys. It's Robin. I thought I was going crazy because the intro for Ellie's Comedy Club came on, but I never remembered hearing the joke. It just seemed like it went straight to Callie. Um, and now I've gotten to the end of your episode where y'all are talking about having to constantly edit in the show. And I think you might have edited your joke right on out of there. I hope you feel better. And uh, I would like to hear what the joke is. So whenever you want to fill us in on it, it would be awesome. Bye. Hey guys, talking about interrupting each other on the podcast, that's definitely where the podcast is supposed to go. So keep doing you. But uh, speaking of recency bias, every time someone calls in and complains about Jeff interrupting Callie, I can't help but think, I really feel like Callie interrupts Jeff more. Uh, Again, maybe just recency bias, but don't at me. Hi, friends. This is Jen from Atlanta. Um, I am a low-key gardening and houseplant fan. It brings me so much joy, and I promise you, it is really not a lot of work. Um, You can start out with really basic plants, especially for indoors, that don't require a lot of your attention. Um, I have a two-year-old. I have a full-time job that is very demanding, and it's just something extra that brings me so much joy um, during every day. Um, I plant tomatoes, bell peppers, we had jalapenos this year. And I also have a little strawberry patch and I'm telling you guys, it requires like slim to none in terms of maintenance. So I totally agree with that study. Um, and it brings so much joy. So I'm always talking about plants and, um, and gardening and, People probably get annoyed with me, but it is just my thing. And I really do think that it can uh, be a life changer and it's something so small. So anyways, wanted to share that. Um, Love y'all. Bye. 
I bought some shoes today because I needed them. The old ones are comfortable. I like them. But they couldn't serve me where I was walking to. But when I put them on, I realized they didn't immediately feel good. It was a little discomfort. But I kept them on and I kept walking. I kept moving. And what I realized was by the end of the day, that discomfort slowly went away. And some of you are starting new journeys, or you need to. And you're scared to put on new shoes because the old ones are comfortable. You're looking for immediate validation, immediate satisfaction, immediate support. And you're not always going to get that. Sometimes you got to keep walking. You got to keep moving until the circumstances and the people around you mold and fit to where you're going. Put on your new shoes.